Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to News Express, exclusively brought to you by Business AM, Niger's fastest growing financial and business newspaper. I am Chukunon Sumodi. Of course, we have interesting stories on the front page. This week, let's dive right in. Now, the first says high interest rate causing debt distress in emerging economies. Another headline says Nigerian airlines run into crisis as Naira dollar mismatch unravel operations. Uh, we also have economy and business, and it says China's $400 million offer to Frexim for SMEs. Uh, under new campaign on to suspend BA Virgin flights. Uh, companies and business to SAS GTCO's 217% growth, 227 billion naira. Uh, commodities and agriculture uh, with the headline A Greek Minister for Food Security. Visionary Voices says advancing environmental justice with AI. And Executive Knowledge Series says tech systemic risks lessons from finance. Now, let's bring in Philip Isakwa, the publisher of Business AM, to help us make sense of the headline. Welcome, Mr. Philip. Yeah, good. Thank you very much, Nonso. It's good to be back here again. All right. Now, let's start with the first one, and it says high interest rate causing death, distress in emerging economies. Now, there's been a combination of aggressive interest rate hikes in developed countries, and of course, there's lack of sufficient affordable capital from the World Bank and a failure to consider and address the spillover effect, which are creating costly spillback uh, economic consequences on low and low middle economic uh, um, low middle income countries sorry already at high risk of debt distress and this is a new analysis from one campaign uh, I mean mr. Philip why are we having this you know uh, lack of sufficient affordable capital I mean this is part of what we've been talking about this week but I mean it seems like it's not just affecting the underdeveloped but also developed countries as well and so this is what we have been talking about for quite some time now. Mm. Remember, we, we, we started this year by looking at uh, what might be happening in the, in the area of uh, the global economy, especially with the financial markets. We talked about how uh, the, the uh, recession was likely to, to hit uh, 2023, uh, given uh, predictions from last year. You know, uh, that hasn't really happened. But what we have seen uh, globally is that uh, inflation has, you know, has, uh, you know, ratcheted up. You know, and um, uh, we haven't really seen 
uh, the, the, the recession in, in that scale. Of course, some, some economies have uh, gone into a little bit of recession. The United Kingdom did go into recession. But uh, generally, the, the big notion of a recession affecting the entire globe, you know, uh, hasn't materialized. But we have seen inflation, uh, you know, rise in different parts of the world, in the, in the United States, in, in Europe, and uh, in Africa in particular, we've seen how it has, what has happened in Nigeria, you know, but the key thing is that um, uh, in, in order to deal with inflation, what we have seen the central banks across the world do is to uh, begin to attack, uh, attack that by having interest rates raised, you know, because of course, when you have a high inflation, the tendency is uh, for, uh, for the authorities of monetary authorities to, to raise interest rates and that's in what has happened uh, globally. Now, what this report is showing is that uh, with uh, that happening uh, in, uh, generally, especially in the in the Western world, in the what we call the global north or, or the West, you know, it, it has had a repercussion on on uh, what's called emerging economies, you know, and uh, this is what this report is talking about, you know, because um, of course the the high interest rate means that. Uh, uh, Imagine economies looking for monies in different parts of the world. Mm. We have to, be, to confront that high interest rate. And that is what uh, this report is talking about, you know. And it's causing debt distress. Of course, when uh, um, imagine economies have gone all over the place, you know, looking for money. You know, Nigeria, you, you, you recall, you know, he's highly indebted, you know, in, with regards to what has happened in the last five or, or eight years, you know, uh, trying to borrow... Bo trying to borrow its way out of recession or borrow its way out of uh, its uh, low uh, in, uh, revenue generation. And that means that uh, those debts that have, been, have uh, uh, that have been incurred in emerging economies, you know, have, uh, are, are subjected to, I mean, they are subject to this high interest rate and, and it's, uh, it's, it's squeezing, it's squeezing. You know, in Nigeria, for instance, uh, we've had a situation where over 90% or 97% percent at some point you know it's even more than 100 percent you know mm -hmm. the last uh, talk we heard about you know mm -hmm. has been used on on debt servicing you know and if you if you're servicing your debts you know because of high interest rates uh, in in the uh, in, in the west or mm -hmm. in the developed economy mm -hmm. it means that uh, you are you are you are going to be in distress or are you not going to be distressed if you you know so if you have if you are if you're owing some banks some money yeah, definitely. I will be distressed. I mean, uh, it was uh, it was quite surprising. But at the same time, like you said, we have had this discussion since beginning of the year. And, you know, it, it, this is it's causing more distress, especially in Nigeria. We still have our that's, that's, uh, that ratio is still that, high. That, yeah, that's true, Nonso. You know, but when you have this situation, you know, you then have uh, uh, this emerging economy. So mm. even you know, on, uh, underdeveloped the developed economies, you know, who are looking for for money, you know, to to deal with uh, certain issues that they are facing, you know, uh, uh, they they cannot access uh, financing, you know, and uh, when you don't have uh, access to financing to to deal with uh, some 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 of the issues as social uh, social issues, education, you know, healthcare, and the rest of it, you 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 are faced with a lot of challenges, and that's what this report is talking about. That. Uh, uh, lack of financing is felt hardest by the people living in low and low middle income countries. You know, when there's no finance, 
you know, you need finance to, to do a lot of things. Nigeria has found itself in, in that uh, bracket, you know, where it's lacking finance because uh, revenues are down, they're heavily down. Mm -hmm. And because they're heavily down, that, that means that uh, uh, they need a lot of money. You know, when you don't have a lot of money, you cannot carry out uh, uh, some of the uh, infrastructural development issue things that you want to deal with. You know, you cannot deal with uh, poverty. You cannot uh, fight uh, a lot of... Uh, health-related uh, issues. And, and one one campaign is, uh, you know, a non-profit organization, you know, looks at, uh, uh, of course, it's looking after the interests of uh, people uh, people that are, uh, is, as, as an advocacy uh, group, is looking at uh, people who are uh, uh, underprivileged, who don't have access to a lot of things. And and you find that a lot in, uh, in developing economies and, and emerging economies. And that's what they're talking about, that uh, there isn't access to finance for, to deal with a lot of these uh, issues. And, and that's what uh, the, this whole thing is all about. Mm, definitely. I mean, uh, but the World Bank is there. And interestingly, I saw in this uh, article that regional banks can also offer preferential uh, loan rates. So if, if this is happening, why haven't uh, we tapped into it? Because I mean, uh, this is already affecting Africa and it's also having its impact on the world. And there's, there's a lot that it is affecting. So what's going on with this uh, uh, regional banks? So you, when you talk about regional banks, you're perhaps talking about the African Development Bank, yes, uh, the mm -hmm. Bank, mm -hmm. and, and the rest of them. You know, uh, uh, you, you, you've seen, you've seen quite a lot of what they have done. You know, you, I mean, we had we we had a lot of financing going on, uh, mm. especially uh, AF, uh, African Development Bank getting involved in a lot of uh, developmental issues, agriculture, uh, uh, health, especially during COVID. We've seen Afro-Exim Afri Bank uh, get involved, you know, but we're talking about a whole lot of money here, you know, uh, and uh, uh, obviously, you know, even those development, it's not as if they are creating their own money, uh, not that Afro-Exim Bank is creating money or Afri Afri African Development Bank is creating money. What you find is that uh, they, they still rely on, uh, uh, I mean, uh, having access, you know, to funds from uh, again uh, the, the West or the, the, the developed uh, economies. And when you're talking about high interest rates, of course, you find that uh, uh, they, they are subjected to this uh, condi uh, condition. So it's it's going to be how the developed. Uh, economies or leaders of uh, developed economies look at uh, the, the uh, uh, strangulation, you know, that uh, high interest is, is causing and, and uh, do something about it, you know. Uh, when you said the uh, African Development Bank or African Bank have uh, need, uh, have uh, resources or uh, could lend to, to, to countries, uh, their own access to, to, to funds uh, of, 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 I mean, might, are difficult sometimes, you know, uh, but also depends on how uh, the, uh, the places where these funds are available, you know, will respond or uh, attend to them. Yes, definitely. We do need to respond and attend to them, Mr. Philip. I mean, there's a lot that can be done. That means we really need to invest in affordable uh, investment opportunities and financing. I know we've we, like, like we've both established, we have spoken about this, but uh, according to this article, there's a lot that we need to make uh, investment affordable for low and low middle income countries. But then what are the proactive measures exactly that we can take for this to happen? I mean, 
there's quite a few things that uh, can be done. You know, mm. it again depends on how uh, the, the the world. You know, it's about the world responding to what's going on. You know, sometimes when you have financial crisis, the world tends to come together. You know, to see how they can do something about it. You know, the IMF the other time, you know, uh, did come out when there was. A, I mean, I mean, the crisis hasn't gone away. You know, but uh, the, the, when they came, they, when they came out, uh, you know, to to, to uh, what's it called the special drawing rights that uh, you know they spoke to the uh, the big countries or the the, the financial muzzle that allowed uh, some of uh, uh, the special drawing rights to be released. You know, to uh, to to. Uh, countries that are in distress, you know. Uh, again, it's it's always about uh, shoring up the what you could perhaps in some places you call it a, a balance sheet or or, or, or or a trade finance situation that the countries are facing, you know. But uh, it's it's how the world. I mean, it's, it's about talking to the world. I, I think one this is an advocacy. This is the one one campaign is uh, is by this report, you know, uh, pushing pushing through an advocacy, you know, for something to be done. You know, uh, G20 leaders and World Bank shareholders to commit to triple the World Bank IDA, you know, through increasing donor contributions. So you can see it's not uh, it's not so much about. Uh, 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 countries in the low and uh, uh, low middle income countries doing anything, mm. you know, uh, because uh, they are uh, they are cash trapped. It's about uh, how the, the the I mean, call it global north, but uh, more in particularly the rich countries uh, respond to. So we, we we're talking about how this uh, uh, situation can be ameliorated, you know, and uh, you know the thing is that uh, with debt situation. You know, especially this type of uh, uh, report. You know, this report is just talking about how uh, challenging it is for low-income and uh, low-middle-income countries. You know, to access finance. You know, but it's not just about accessing finance. It's that the, the stock the debt stocks that they have, you know, uh, continue to grow. An example is given here of uh, Africa giving. Uh, uh, the 2019, sorry, 2021 figure, you know, how uh, Afri the debt stock of Africa grew by uh, 250%, you know, to 645 billion, you know, and, and they said more and more and more of that debt is, is in the form of market bonds. And here's where the, the, the matter gets uh, a little bit uh, tricky or more difficult, more tricky, because uh, the, you're talking about market bonds that are commercial in nature, you know, that are particularly subjected to uh, this uh, 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 crisis, you know, because uh, they, 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 this kind of debts are, are subjected to this uh, market-determined interest rates. You know, uh, as interest rates go up uh, in the in the global economy, they respond. I mean, these debts respond, especially uh, the bonds. You know, uh, bonds that are uh, uh, traded in the market. You know, so so, they, you know, so those bonds are taken. The ones they are taken, they're not just taken as loans. You know, uh, if they are sold as, if, if you take those monies as uh, as uh, by, uh, what's it called by putting out bonds in the market, those market, those bonds become uh, tradable in the international uh, uh, debt market. And uh, as you trade them, they respond to uh, interest rate situation. And that's what they're talking about, that the interest rates, you know, that uh, has been going up, you know, has been affecting has affecting that particular aspect of, uh, of debt. But much more than that is the situation where uh, you, you have, uh, on, sorry, on the other side of it, is that uh, uh, for, for help to come, you have to lean on uh, uh, multilateral institutions uh, like the World Bank, the IMF, you know, and, and, and uh, groups such as the G20, uh, uh, and uh, then becomes, uh, obviously when you go in that 
into into that route. It becomes a, a, a geopolitics thing, you know, where uh, political leaders begin to uh, 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 what's it called dish out kindness as uh, mm. as they, they wish, you know. So uh, so 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 uh, appeal has to. Uh, one thing is that raising this raising this uh, uh, what's called this uh, problem, you know, is to attract the attention of uh, uh, groups like the G20, the G7, uh, excluding Russia, or G8, including Russia. You know, it, it's, uh, it's so is to is to draw the attention uh, and then to see what they can do. Uh, but particularly, what the World Bank, you know, uh, you know, has a lot of, uh, uh, I mean. When I say pressure, I don't mean uh, that is an influence. Sorry, not pressure. Influence from uh, from the Western countries, uh, rich Western countries, particularly the United States of America. You know that can have some big influence. You know, in 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 uh, 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 no telling the World Bank uh, to 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 see how they can respond to to this crisis because uh, uh, the low income low middle income countries you know need access to to to, to finance you know to deal uh, to the, to deal with uh, a lot of the challenges that that they face you know one campaign is particularly worried about uh, how this uh, uh, non access to uh, to to uh, funding you know will affect things like uh, the poverty level of uh, these low income and low middle income countries you know and and then uh, you'll be talking about things like um, not just poverty but poverty on the broad scale you know uh, like healthcare uh, uh, facilities uh, education for instance you know uh, we're not talking about the, of course social infrastructure generally you know and and th this is a uh, uh, if, if, uh, I mean, this this is challenging to to the entire world, not just uh, because what happens uh, in low middle and uh, sorry low income and low middle income countries, you know, mm. does have some repercussion on on the the, the entire globe. And uh, uh, it's not the bonds, you know, because there's nothing you can do about that. You know, interest rates will have to respond according to the, the, the what the market is saying or what the market uh, requires, you know, to deal with inflation, you know, and and the rest of it, you know, but. Uh, it will have to be, uh, 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 I don't know whether to call it moral suasion, you know, but uh, uh, but uh, 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 appealing to the sensibilities of uh, uh, these uh, developed countries and the G20 leaders, for instance, you know, and the World Bank, you know, to, to begin to look at how uh, they can they can uh, uh, put in money, you know, to create funds that can be accessible, you know, that can be given in, uh, at rates that are lower, far lower than than the market rate that uh, the, the, the complaint is, is, is all about. Hmm. Definitely. Um, I mean, like you said, hopefully uh, something comes out of it so that, uh, um, because there's a lot we have to offer and there's a lot we can do to uh, remedy the situation. But then, like we've said, so much is happening. Uh, but let's go to the second story, uh, Mr. Philip. And it talks yes. about Nigerian Airlines uh, run into crisis as Naira dollar mismatch unravel operations. Now, this is another one that, I mean, I think we spoke about this uh, Naira dollar situation last week. And it's something that has really been affecting not just uh, the, uh, the aviation sector, but all around as well. So this mismatch is owing to, of course, your favorable exchange rate. And there is also the scarcity of the United States currency in the country that has already been seen in a, a billions of met investors, uh, repatriable funds, which are trapped in a country's central bank. Now, Mr. Philip, this is a huge crisis and it's really 
hurting the economy. I don't just want to look at uh, the airlines now, but I mean, they are focused, seeing as that's the headline we're looking at. So what is it? What is the problem now in this airline sector? Why is it affecting it so much? Until we have to go back, <laughs> I mean, it's something we've talked about, for, I mean, almost like forever, you know, mm. so uh, you have a narrow dollar mismatch in terms of uh, availability and in terms of uh, exchange rates, you know, so those, those are two key issues, you know, about look, looking at it uh, 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 broadly, you know, it's the fact that uh, you, you have an economy that is, uh, again, uh, import dependent, you know, it's too, 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 there's, there's so much or too many things, you know, have to be brought in from outside, you know. And if you if you're going to do that, it means that uh, you need to have a, 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 your buffer in terms of uh, earnings, you know, a dollar earnings. You know, since uh, the world, uh, I mean, the global currency is the dollar, you have to have a lot of earnings uh, that will that will be able to match what you you are bringing in. You know, there's there's there are too many things being brought into the country, you know, uh, that, or that have to be brought into the country, and for which you need dollar, a lot of dollars, you know, to, to, to be able to do, do uh, to bring in. But unfortunately, the economy is such that it is not able to generate uh, the type of kind of uh, money that uh, uh, that matches what it needs, you know, by way of uh, importation, you know. So, uh, so it's affecting airline, the L, uh, sorry, aviation sector. It's affecting uh, manufacturing sector. It's affecting virtually uh, every sector. Education takes a lot of money out of the country in terms of people going out to look for uh, what's it called uh, uh, some uh, foreign foreign uh, education. You know. Uh, it, uh, to, uh, as far as not even does Europe or going to America or going to Asia, they're talking about going to West Africa. You know, so many people are going to West Africa to, to get education. Education is one. You know, mm. when we, we, we got to a point in, in, in the, in the uh, what's called oil and gas industry where, where we came to the realization, you know, after 2020, sorry, 2012, right? That, that's okay. how many years later? That is, that is uh, 10, sorry, 8, uh, 8, 9, 10. 11 years later, later you know to realize yeah to realize that uh, which what we ought to have done in 2012 we we we're we doing it now you know uh, again that's uh, we're talking about subsidy removal but that is subsidy removal is uh, the consequence of having to have that you have no you don't have dollars anymore to 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 throw throw around you know so so it, because if i'm sure if nigeria had a lot of dollars to continue to throw throw about they, i'm sure they would not uh, uh, stop any subsidy they'll continue to have this uh, subsidy amanda going all over the place but the key thing is that uh, it's about importing uh, the, the, having a high level of importation importing virtually everything you know that you you need under the sun you know, and, and you, you then have, uh, so in manufacturing, instead of you to begin to think about uh, those things uh, that manufacturers need, you know, to begin to have what you call an import substitution policy, you know, uh, you'll be surprised that people, uh, some importation are basically 
uh, yeah, some importation are basically about uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, they are importing uh, industrial starch, mm. you know, uh, uh, starch that is that can be made out of cassava. Nigeria is uh, a leading cassava-producing country in the world, if not number one, but it's uh, it's one of the top three or top five in the world, you know. But Nigeria uh, uh, conversion of cassava, cassava mm -hmm. to starch, you know, mm -hmm. it's it's not there, you know. Meanwhile, people are importing. Manufacturers, some manufacturers are having to import starch, you know. And you, so you have that in that sector. You have you you, you have uh, you are a crude oil producer. You are but you're importing uh, 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 what's it called you're importing fuel, you know. You're importing importing petrol and uh, all the products uh, associated with uh, crude oil, you know. When you have four refineries that uh, have not been working for decades, you know. Uh, so so that is the, the challenge, you know. And again, if you go to the aviation sector, you know, and uh, I mean. A lot of the things, uh, for instance, uh, so they talk about insurance. Now look at it now. The, what what have, what led to this? You know, uh, uh, one uh, uh, airline, you know, was uh, uh, had its uh, uh, certificates, you know, uh, 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 air operational operator certificate withdrawn. You know, had its air tra uh, transport uh, license withdrawn. You know, because it it seems so uh, allegedly or uh, what 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 seems clear here is that uh, it, it couldn't supply authentic uh, an authentic uh, uh, insurance uh, what's it called certificates you know to back uh, to back uh, its claim that it is its aircrafts are insured to fly mm. you know and so now you take that on a broad scale you then see that uh, it's it's possible that many of them uh, may have been doing that also. of course one has been caught you know and uh, and uh, why is that so because even insurance is 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 dollar denominated because you don't have uh, you have, when you when you insure you have to reinsure uh, 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 aircraft that uh, somehow have international uh, connection with how you insure them you know so the insurance have to be uh, bought in dollars and now you have to go to the market i mean to look for the to look for dollars it, it's it's not possible it's difficult you know and then you then have the common repairs you know uh, uh, that, that's uh, aircraft repairs you know so in, uh, parts have to be imported even when it comes to where to the hangars to to to, to do some some checks so those hangars are abroad, you know. That is, uh, the people who are able to do certain kind of certain categories of checks are abroad. So you have to fly the aircraft outside the country, you know. And then, what do you need? You need to pay in dollars. Unfortunately, Nigeria's earning from dollars, majorly from crude oil, isn't matching up, you know. And all the talk about diversification or diversifying the economy to be able to uh, to to pull in more more foreign exchange earning hasn't worked, you know. And so we are back to square one, and it's about how the uh, present government, you know, uh, 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 handles this situation and, and guides the country out of the mess that it, it is in that will determine quite a lot of things. Uh, definitely, Mr. Philip, we're definitely back to square one. I agree with you on that because this narrative dollar theme, I mean, I did make mention of, you know how we Nigerians, we know how to uh, suffer and smile. So as much as people are smiling about this, it's not funny because every minute, just the other day, their head is already 900 and something. It's going to go higher because uh, uh, so, so, uh, a couple of weeks ago or so we talked about uh, the, 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 the economy needing uh, a, 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 a dollar, some, some, some in the rate of uh, about 10 billion dollars, you know, mm. to be able to, uh, you know, to, to cushion or to, to put a wedge on the on this uh, 
a downward, uh, you know, spiral that the Naira has uh, has fallen into. You know, but uh, that is the situation it is. There's no ten billion dollars coming from anywhere. You know, we are not going to start earning uh, oil money. Is not going to come in such a, a huge, a huge chunk. You know, the the NMPC uh, uh, did try, you know, to get uh, three billion dollars. You know, from the African Bank. Uh, the last time I I, I heard anything about it is that there was a, a, a little hitch or so, you know, uh, but uh, $3 billion is, is nothing when you say you, when, when the, the, the average requirement would be about $10 billion uh, and, and $3 billion wouldn't do anything anyway, you know, but the key thing is that uh, there isn't any way money is going to come from anywhere very soon, especially except uh, uh, Nigeria is able to, uh, the new government is able to ramp up uh, some uh, interest in terms of uh, foreign investors uh, coming in, whether in the form of portfolio investors or uh, uh, what's called uh, foreign direct uh, invest investors coming in. Well, Mr. Philip, I mean, I do want to, <laughs> it, this is, this is, I wouldn't say it's funny, but the fact that you've, you've just confirmed my fears that it's still going up. I mean, where are we going to? Very soon to hit a thousand, if not more than a thousand. But I, I mean, it, I mean, okay, so let, let me just say, let me, so let me bust, not a, not a bubble though, mm -hmm. but uh, let me just uh, put it this way, you know, so there are, there are all sorts of estimates, you know, from different, uh, uh, what's it called, uh, 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 analyst uh, groups, you know, and then one of the, one of these one of these estimates uh, has suggested that, that you get one thousand five hundred uh, to a dollar, you know, before uh, uh, things uh, start uh, getting better. I don't know whether it's about getting better, but it's uh, because getting better for me will mean, uh, you know, that uh, your 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 dollar earnings or your forex earnings are, are beginning to ramp up, you know, and then you are beginning to control your 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 sorry for your, your pension for imports you know and then you're beginning to block those those holes you know uh, up to now you know of course they say we should wait till december or i don't know what december to, to see what will happen with regards to refineries you know whether the one importer could become uh, come on stream you know but uh, uh, from from what we from what sources are telling us uh, uh, it's not uh, really really uh, a good news you know even though a government would like to give us that, that confidence you know uh, uh, that uh, one of the refineries will come come on stream in december but uh, uh, the, the, what the news we're getting or what the, the information we are getting is that uh, it's it's not really going to happen well mr philip uh this is this i'm 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 i am breathing a a I don't want to call it a sigh of. I don't even know words to use, but I mean, if this conversation. It's, if, a, a sigh of, a sigh of unrelief. Honestly, unrelief. That's what this is. But like we've said, eh, let's just let's let's let's. If we start this conversation, there's a lot of loopholes, Mister Philip. So much. Once you've brought to my attention, and once I have seen myself, I'm just really hoping that we will survive this. We will come out of this and something will happen and this will stop because this is a long road that we are on right now. But hopefully something happens. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a long journey we are, we are embarking on. Uh, it's, it's a long one to, to climb out. Yes, definitely. Because the last eight years was really, really 
uh, terrible with regards to economic management. Yes, yes. All right. Thank you so much, Mr. Philip, for coming on the show and for, you know, shedding more light on these topics. Uh, we'll definitely see what happens. Thank you, Nonso. Have a great day. Uh, you too. All right. That was Philip Isakwa, the publisher of Business AM, Nigeria's fast fastest growing financial and business newspaper. Do not forget that you can listen in again by going to www.africabusinessradio.com and clicking on the News Express podcast. That's all for now. Stay tuned for more.